Welcome to Freaky Fauna Friday, where every Friday we take a little time and explore some of the freaks of nature from around the planet we cherish so deeply. So please, jump aboard and let's explore the wilds together. Hello and welcome back to Freaky Fauna Friday. Woo, I'm the great and powerful Mr. E. <laughs> I'm Jay. And tonight's or today's freak is the cone snail, Ooh. or cone snails. Uh, multiple? Yeah, it's around nine hundred species. Oh, oh, it's a full species. It's not just one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, these little guys can have some of the most colorful, vibrant shells you will ever see on the beach. Uh, a lot of people have cone snail shells and they don't even realize it. What do they think they are? They, no, they just know they're shells. Oh, okay. They just pick them up. Uh, they're gorgeous. Dozens, of, like I said, hundreds of species. All random, but they're always kind of a cone, like an ice cream cone shape. Hmm. Cone snails have, uh, they're like big snails. Uh, they have big eyes. Like people, there's a video like going right now, right now on Facebook of this like snail shell. There's these two giant blue eyes coming out of it. And oh, like, really? I didn't know snails had eyes. Yeah, so they actually have pupils and everything like we do. Do they look like Gary's eyes? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Uh, so... I'm going to tell you why you should not pick up every shell at the beach. Okay. And make sure there's nobody home. Okay. Cone snails are incredibly toxic. Ooh, like, uh, okay, now toxic is... Venom. They are venomous. So they have to bite you. Yeah, okay. kind of. They harpoon you. Oh. So these guys are very active predators, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. And you got to think a snail... Being an active predator, <laughs> killing and eating fish many times its own size. You don't really put those two together. Yeah, but fossils of cone snails have been found all the way back to the Holocene epoch, a long time ago. Yeah, uh, cone snail species or species have shells that are roughly conical in shape. Many species have colorful patterns on the surface. Cone sh- our cone snails are almost <laughs> exclusively in tropical distributions. So basically, they're in every ocean in the tropical zone. Okay. So, you know, within a couple or yeah, latitudes around the equator. Right, yeah. The Tropic of Cancer, I think, is the mm-hmm. northernmost point, and I forget the lower. Do you remember the lower? I don't. I don't remember. I can't remember either. Uh, all cone snails are venomous and capable of stinging. Every every species is venomous. Cone snails use a modified radula. radula Which is their spear thing, right? Yeah. Okay. That's how they, uh, that's how they make babies. Uh. Not these guys, though. Oh. It's more classic snails. But no, it's a tooth. Oh, it's a tooth? Yeah. Okay. But no, they would spear each other with this kind of tooth thing yeah. to kind of get each other in the mood. Oh, okay. It's normal snails. We're talking about land snails, which are very different. Right, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, are these all aquatic? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, these are sea snails. Okay. Uh, but this tooth in a venom gland to attack and paralyze their prey before engulfing it. And I suggest if nobody at home has seen a video of a cone snail eating a fish, it is crazy. Really? I have not. They they balloon up. They get this. They have a gigantic mouth. They'll eat fish four or five times their own size. A snail. Yeah. I can't imagine this. Freaky fauna. Yeah. Okay. I might have to. When we're done with this, I'm gonna look one up. So the tooth, which is like a dart or a harpoon, uh, is barbed. It can be extended to quite some distance from the head of the snail at the end of their proboscis. Cone snail venom is mostly peptide based, which is not good. <laughs> Uh, it contains many different toxins that vary in their effects. The sting of several larger species of cone snail is quite serious and even fatal to humans. Oh. Uh, cone snail venom also shows promises in the medical uses, including cancer research. 
Interesting. Because it causes cell walls to break down. Mm, okay, so it can break down cancer. So how they hunt, basically, they're really slow movers, just like normal snails. Okay. And kind of fish are based off of movement, reactionary. So a lot of times they'll sneak right up to fish without fish seeing them. Mm-hmm. They have a hydraulic spear in their throat. So it's super fast? Yeah. Okay. And literally, I've seen it go all the way through fish sometimes on accident. Jeez. And uh, people get stung by them. They're like, you know, it's like, ow. And then they die. Wow. And then you just drop that. There's no anti-venom because there's no point. What do you mean? Why? Because it happens so fast? Yeah, because you die so quick. There's several species on this planet. There's no anti-venom. Uh-huh. Like what we talked about, blue ring octopus several yeah, weeks right. back. Yep. There's there's no point in making an anti-venom because there's no point. You're not getting to a hospital. So uh, speaking of blue ring octopus and these snails, ocean's scary, especially the little guys. Yeah, don't. Yeah, people are scared of bull sharks and stuff like that. No, it's not them. Um, what were you little saying? colorful things. Yeah, <laughs> stay away from them in the like, ocean. Yeah, poison dart frogs like in the Amazon rainforest. Look at them. Oh, right. There's yeah. a reason if you're tiny and you're brightly right. colored. There's a reason. So you got these awesome shells and stuff like. Yeah, don't touch them. Don't pick them up. Uh, like I said, there's over 900 different species of cone snail on the planet. Like I said, they're typically found in most warm tropical seas and oceans around the world. Cone snails have reached their greatest diversity in the western Indo-Pacific region. So it's between India, uh, Australia, that kind of stuff. Okay. With, while a majority of cone snails are found in warm tropical waters, some species have adapted to temperate and semi-tropical environments. And they're endemic to such as the Cape Coast of South Africa and the Mediterranean or the cool subtropic waters of Southern California. Oh, yeah. That's way north for... Mm-hmm. Cone snails are, are found in all the tropics and subtropical seas. They live in a variety of substrates in the intertidal zones to deeper areas, sand, rock, and coral reefs. They pretty much... They're almost in every warm environment. Mm-hmm. They're not a deep ocean animal or nothing like that. They still need heat. Okay. Shallow tropical environments. Mm-hmm. Cone snails are prized for their brightly colored sh- shells and their bright patterns, which may be a temper for, or may be tempting for people to pick them up. This is a risk as these snails often fire their harpoons in self-defense while disturbed. Don't pick them up. Yeah. The harpoons of some of these larger species of cone snail can penetrate gloves and wetsuits. It has to hurt. Yeah, it's not good. Hmm. The sting of many of the smaller cone species is no worse than that of a bee or a hornet. Oh, Okay. Uh, but the sting of a few of the larger tropical fish-eating species, and I can tell you their na- scientific names if you want, but Conisterius, Conis tilapia, and Conis gyrus can be quite fatal. Other dangerous species, Conis pantris, Conis textile, Conis alias, Conis magius, and Conis margarius. Margarius. <laughs> There's a lot of M's and U's and R's. Yeah. According to uh, a taxonomical emergence, about 27 human deaths can be uh, confidently attributed to cone snail envenomation. But the actual number is much certainly higher. Some three dozen people are estimated to have died from these uh, cone snails, uh, or from geographical cone snail envenomations alone. So that's just the type of cone snail. Okay. One cone snail has killed over th- you know three dozen people in the recent okay. decades. Most cone snails hunt uh, worms that... So, yeah, they hunt worms and small other invertebrates, so they are no risk to humans. Their venom is not designed for something big. Uh, with the exception of a few larger species, these fish-eating species, Geographus, Conus Geographus, which is the geography, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad with reading na- scientific names. Uh, is also known as the cigarette snail. Oh, okay. 
It implies that they are stung by. If you're stung by this creature, the victim will only have enough time to smoke one cigarette uh, before dying. That makes more sense. Oh wow! Better have a pack of smokes on mm-hmm. you. Symptoms of more serious cone snail stings include uh, intense localized pain, swelling, numbness, tingling, vomiting, bleeding from eyes, ears, mouth, and death. Symptoms can start immediately or could be <laughs> delayed for days. And death. <laughs> uh, severe cases involve muscle paralysis, change in vision, respiratory failure, uh, which will lead to death. If stung, one should seek medical attention as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, uh, muscle paralysis, some of those medium-sized species have killed people because yeah. they kind of drowned. Yeah, you can't. Well, yeah. It's kind of a, you're kind of in a vulnerable situation when you, you're paralyzed in the ocean. So... <laughs> The appeal of cone toxins, a creative name for the toxin that comes from cone snails, and pharmaceutical drugs is a precise and is precise and speedy at which the chemicals act. So basically, these chemicals are very can be very targeted and very fast. Okay. Zicocontide is a pain reliever a thousand times more powerful than morphine, which can be pulled out of cone snail venom. Wow. And it can have intense isolated, or this intense medicine can be isolated from venom for medical use from cone snails. A specific species is the magician cone snail. Mm, Magician cone snail. Why is Mm -hmm. any particular reason why it's called the magician? Because if it bites you, you'll disappear. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, if he harpoons you? No, once again, his venom uh, has a compound in it that's a thousand times. Ha- more pain for, powerful a thousand times more pain relief than morphine which is insane so yeah. you're like woo you ever had morphine no I've refused every time oh really why I don't want to get addicted oh gotcha okay I've only ever used it uh, when they put I, twice I've had it and they've done them both intravenously or whatever I think the one was for my appendix surgery but the second time I had a panic attack which I never knew what one was until I had one I thought I was dying because I couldn't breathe, and my chest was, like, so tight, I couldn't even stand up straight. And they were doing all these tests, couldn't figure out what it was, couldn't figure out what it was. They gave me morphine. Within five seconds, I was like, Woof. no more panic attack. No more panic attack. It was over instantly. I was like, oh, I'm better. So, yeah, this is also another good uh, a good alternative option for the same reason I just stated. It's not addictive. Ah, there you go. Let's find us some, ma- times some magician snails. I'll let them crawl all over you. Yeah, so there's also, a lot of their venom suggests that they can treat Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's disease, depression, and epilepsy. Okay, that's odd. Peptides are really unique compounds. Yeah. And these snails have a lot of them. Hmm. Their venom cocktail is extreme. Those are the bonds that hold like... Polypeptides is what you're thinking of. Okay. So yes. They they hold like, what, your DNA and stuff together? Kind of, yeah. The chemicals that make all that stuff up. Okay. Yeah, so... These peptides that they produce for their venom are extremely complex. And as far as I know, you can't reproduce them in a lab as of yet. You have to pull them from the animal. Gotcha. All natural. But the animals breed relatively quick, and they're easy to take care of. We should get some. No. Why not? Because it's like like why I'll never own a venomous snake. Yeah? It's because if you mess up once, it's it's bad. It's a snail. It's a snail. It has a spear that shoots out of it at <laughs> lightning fast speed. Would be cool to see, though. And they're known to be panickers. Let's just get a tank and feed them. And feed them. Our enemies. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it went dark real fast. <laughs> <laughs> 
But so geography snails and tulip cone snails are known to secrete a type of insulin that paralyzes nearby fish in their area. Hmm. So they'll literally just start leaking insulin wow. uh, to paralyze fish so they can catch up to them. So these two animals are used right now to produce insulin in a, bi- a biological and... Uh, what's the other word? Biological and... Mm. Ooh, I'm forgetting words. This is a good This is a good freaky fauna. Yeah. Biological. Renewable. There we go. Uh, biological and renewable way. I do have a question. I don't yes. know if you have the answer. But how does insulin like paralyze a fish? It's the same thing if you give a human too much insulin, lowers your blood sugar, and you cannot move. Oh, okay. I guess I didn't really know that. Yeah, so your blood sugar is your energy Yeah. in your body moving around. Sugar is the energy in your body. So if you lower your blood sugar too much, you kind of fall asleep. You mm-hmm. get real sleepy. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a knockout drug. Okay. But people with, di- with diabetes have high blood sugar, so they need to take insulin to keep it at a manageable level. Oh, okay. So if you do not have diabetes and you take insulin, it's very bad. Yeah, okay. So uh, this cone snail insulin, though, is capable of binding to human insulin receptors. And so it's a fact-acting insulin. Hmm, Okay. Other shells are used for jewelry, all that stuff. Some of your most famous, what they call turtle shell glasses. Okay. You ever seen that? Older ladies used to wear them. Turtle shell. I'm not sure. Those are actually made of cone snail shells. Okay. I think we had an old, uh, when my mom and dad, they went to Hawaii for, shoot, was it their honeymoon maybe? I don't know, a long time ago, before I was born. They came back with like, you know, a little souvenir nightlight Mm -hmm. and it was a little shell. You know, that had Hawaii carved into it. It's by a cone snail. Pretty sure after seeing some of those pictures, it was most definitely a cone snail nightlight. It's pretty neat. Really pretty. They're, they're great. Yeah. And it's in their territory. Any questions about cone snails? Uh, I did not know snails were this dangerous. I had no clue in my life at all. Death by snail was never something I would imagine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. Uh, it, it happens. No, now I know it happens, but I didn't know it was like a poisonous, like a cigarette snail. You're going to, you have enough. Venomous. Oh yeah, venomous. Yeah, and they have, their venom is incredible. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine seeing one of these things leak insulin so they can catch up to a yeah, fish? that's nuts. And what it, kind of, ev- that's why I don't believe in evolution, as in the common evolution theory. Theory, yeah. Look at it, what they're doing now. Like, they're literally like. Okay, fish got fast. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Let me just start leaking insulin <laughs> right. into the water. Yeah. How does that just happen? <laughs> yeah, I don't and I want to I want to see that like high speed chase when it leaks it and the fish is like, mm, "I'm going to take a nap." 2 hours later, the snail's finally like caught up to it, like moving so slow. And then Harpoon it. Anybody that hasn't seen a video of these guys engulfing an entire fish should look it up. I I am going to look It's crazy. This. Like they most of them are from the Santa Monica Aquarium. Okay. That's a pretty good collection of cone snails. Yeah. Or predatory cone snails. And uh, like bobbit worms and stuff like that, which will eventually be a topic on this show. Uh-huh. Uh, this is one of their main predators. Oh, the cone snail goes after the bobbit worm? Yeah. Really? Because they just spear them in the face, kill them, and then drag them out and just start like eating them like spaghetti. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think bobbit worms are scary. Fear the snail. Can you have a bobbit worm in like... Yeah, in captivity. Yeah, uh, so I told you about the one. Uh, I believe it was I. I can't remember. It may have been the Santa Monica Aquarium. Though they had a rare fish display, and uh-huh. all their fish kept disappearing. They couldn't figure it out. There. About a nine foot bobbit worm was living in the sand. It came in on a piece of coral, like mm-hmm. as a larva. 
Nine foot? Yeah, I've been there for years eating their fish display. Oh, my God. There's only like an 80-gallon tank. Yeah. So literally only pulled it out. It was the entire substrate was one worm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's insane. We'll save that for another episode. That's insane. Well, let's put a cone snail in there. Take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, nature's predators are always kind of fun to watch. Like sometimes predator and prey react like relationships. You look at a nine foot worm with a deaf head, and you're like, it's predators. This little snail. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this little guy. But don't take him out. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Okay. That's awesome. So, cone snails, amazing little creatures. Yeah. Freaky, freaky fauna for sure. Yeah, for sure. Look them up. Cone snails. Check out the videos if you've never seen it. Look one up. As you go into this weekend, remember to stay positive, live your best life, do something good for somebody else, look at the stars, smile, get some sunshine. I have been the great and powerful mystery. And I've been Jay. Have a good weekend, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Freaky Five on a Friday. If you want to help the podcast grow, Remember to share and give it a five-star review.